Welcome to Sewickley Academy's Alumni Conversations, hosted by Kate Long. Each episode, Kate chats with alumni to learn more about how they're doing after graduating from Sewickley Academy. Enjoy the show. Welcome to our Alumni Conversation podcast series. Uh, I am thrilled to welcome our next guest on the podcast today. Uh, it is Emmy Francic, who is a 2018 graduate of Swickley Academy. So really excited to have a young alumna on our podcast today. Uh, I also have a personal connection to Emmy because she was the uh, a student in the first graduating class during my first year in the college counseling office here. So welcome, Emmy. It is so wonderful to see you and have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to get to be here and have this conversation. Great. Um, you know, we, we really would just love to hear what it is that you're doing now. Yeah, I am currently in my senior year at the University of Oklahoma. I'm getting my combined um, MSBS in biomedical engineering. Um, I'm also on the pre-medical track. I do a ton of research at my university right now. I'm in an immunoengineering and nanomedicine lab. Um, and I've been in that for about three and a half years now. So basically just got, got right running into research when I came on campus here. Um, and it's been just one of the best things I've ever experienced. Um, and we're currently working towards, um, a bunch of safe and effective cancer uh, nanomedicines. Um, so that's been just a fantastic experience here. Um, yeah. It's great. I know I, I love watching, seeing what you've been doing over the past few years, you know, keeping up with you. Um, so, you know, I'm really curious to hear how did you end up in this particular path? I, you know, I know engineering and medicine had been always been an interest, but, you know, I'd love for you to, to sort of explain to our listeners as well, based on your time here at SA, you know, what did you do that sort of that interest? And then how did you pursue this particular path? Yeah, um, I kind of always knew that I was a math and science girl um, just from early on. And that was really fostered at Swickley Academy. Um, I remember, I think it was my sophomore year, Mr. Michaels, one of the math teachers, pulled me aside in his room and was like, Emmy, I think you need to go into engineering. Um, <laughs> and it was kind of in the back of my brain, um, engineering, but I didn't really know specifically where I wanted to be. Um, I really liked nuclear for a while, and that's just fascinating how those particles interact with one another. Um, but I kind of started looking around and fell in love with biomedical engineering, just the thought of it, um, because my interest in nuclear engineering was more of how radiation affects the body and biological tissue. Um, and it's funny because I'm doing nothing like that now, um, but it's just still something that's really cool. Um, so I kind of picked out biomedical engineering and I was like, I'll throw in the pre-med in case that's something I want to do in the future. And then I got on campus here at the University of Oklahoma and applied to a nanomedicine lab on a whim and just uh, have the best mentor possible who has really helped me develop this love for nanomedicine research. And it's just been a fantastic journey. It's I've progressively fallen more and more in love with my field and realized that I want to do clinical research. So um, a lot of human testing, pharmaceuticals, I want to see pharmaceuticals through from uh, really ideation all the way through to production. 
and that's the goal in the future. So the plan is an MD PhD. Yeah. And so you, yeah, I'd love to hear, I know it's really remarkable the work that you've done already just a few years in. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that you are really dedicated to your research. And so, yeah, if you, you could tell us a little bit more about that and your plan um, after graduating with your master's. Well, my lab's pretty cool because we're kind of, we have our fingers in everything and I get to work on quite a few different projects. So, um, when I freshman year, I started work on a piece of technology that won the Nobel Prize in 2018, I believe. It's cryogenic transmission electron microscopy. And it's a way, I know it's a long one. Cryo TEM, but it's just a really unique way of uh, doing imaging. And so for the past or for the first two years, I was sitting in a dark room by myself in the basement of the sketchiest building on campus, um, just looking at nanoparticles, which are just small little drug carrying devices. Um, And it was kind of, it it wasn't quite where I wanted to be. So I regrouped with my mentor and I was like, you know, this is fascinating stuff, but I think I have the capacity to do something maybe a little bit more interesting. And I started doing more research on kind of the immune system. And we have we got a really interesting email from the veterans hospital here asking us to develop a form of nanomedicine that target, that uses the immune system to target cancer. Um, and my mentor just basically handed me the whole project on a silver platter. (laughs) So that's what I've been doing recently. Um, I also have my hands in other things. I'm a little all over the place helping with different departments in our area. Um, but I want to continue with my development of this specific drug that I'm working on into my graduate school. So, um, MD PhD to become a physician scientist. That's the goal. So clinical research, and, um, it's going to be a long process. That's an eight year track just on the education part. You do two years of medical school, your whole PhD, and then your final two years of medical school and then, you know, residency fellowship. So it'll be a long track, but it'll get me to where I want to be. And I'm on my own timeline. So it'll work out. If going to do this, it is you, Emmy. (laughs) We can't wait to hear how this goes for you. Thank you. Yeah. No, I'm in the application process right now. We're just getting started on it. And it's been a really fun adventure. It's just a lot of writing right now. A lot of MCAT prep. So... (laughs) Um, luckily I have friends who have gone through it before and they're really giving me some good advice. Good. I know that is a brutal process. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, we'd love to hear more about, you mentioned you were really interested in math and science, um, yeah. all along, but if you could talk a little bit more about your experiences here at SA, both in the classroom, out of the classroom, I, I you know, I personally know how involved you were, <laughs> done a lot of interesting neat things. So we'd love to hear more about that during your, your time here. Yeah. Um, I was kind of more on the humanities side of things when I was at Swickley Academy. I wasn't as involved in the STEM side of life. I was very involved in theater and student government. I would say those were my two big things, but a lot of what I learned in both of those places really apply to what I'm doing now. It was a lot of critical thinking, being able to stand on my own two feet and, uh, yeah, it's, um, there's a lot of that. I, uh, really enjoyed the STEM classes though. You know, I think, uh, especially chemistry and physics, those were my 
top two classes. I adored Mr. Spicer's physics classes. I took two of them while I was there. Um, AP physics, especially, I loved the hands-on aspect of it. Just being able to see physics uh, with my own eyes and be able to affect things, um, that was really influential on me. And then Miss Waz's chemistry classes. I took everyone possible. Um, she was such a great influence on me. You know, it's fantastic to see a woman in STEM who is just so fun. I didn't think that women in STEM could be fun for the longest time. And I don't know why I had that preconceived notion. Um, but her class was just fantastic. The way she taught really worked for me. And then once again, the hands-on stuff, it was a lot of lab based learning and it's, it's just so cool to be able to see science. Um, it's one thing to learn about it, but when you actually get your hands on something, that's when the real learning starts. Um, so those were definitely very influential on me. Um, we do yeah. have wonderful, I mean, wonderful faculty, but yeah, the sci our science department, I mean, I know they'd be thrilled to hear that, but I, it's not surprising just given, I know the work <laughs> that, you know, that they do. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, in terms of theater and everything else that I did, um, I was in almost every single play and musical that we did while we were there. <laughs> um, whether it was on stage or I did a lot of tech as well. I did a lot of the tech theater with Mr. Bell. Um, and that was just so much fun. There were so many doors opened for through that. I was actually in my time at SA, I was able to meet Stephen King and Senator John Lewis through tech theater alone. Wow. Um, so that was insane. <laughs> um, being able to sit down with some of the most influential people as I'm putting a microphone on them um, was just so cool. And you can't get that anywhere else. No. Okay. That, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, I mean, and I think that you would agree that's, you know, one of the things about our school, we, we all love is the ability to be in theater, yes. be, in theater be involved with STEM, right? You um, get a little bit of everything. Um, that was definitely one of the best parts because I was able to try everything and really see what was for me and what wasn't. Yeah. Uh, and there were definitely things I tried and I was like, that's not quite for me. Um, what's, what's something that was not quite for you? <laughs> um, uh, oh goodness. I, well, as much as I loved theater, I learned that I couldn't do that for the rest of my life. Right. Um, that was, that was not exactly what I wanted to spend every second doing. Cause it's tough. It's tough on your body. It's tough mentally. Um, and, as much as I loved it, I realized it was um, not going to be sustainable for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as you learn, doing, trying things out and realizing they're not for you is as important as doing things that are for you, right? Exactly. Those failures are so important. Um, and it, interestingly enough, that's one of the things that I've really carried with me into my research as well as, you know, being able to try something and failing and learning from it. Um, that's just the scientific process right there. Um, and I learned it in, you know, by trying out a bunch of different clubs and talking to people. I think I was in, um, robotics club for like one day at Swickley Academy. And I was like, mm, not quite for me, but still fun. <laughs> well, and I know there's one thing that you haven't mentioned that you were very involved with outside of school in high school. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was a figure skater for the longest time. I started when I was four 
um, and got some really cool experiences through that uh, sport. You know, I was, I started figure skating because I was unable to walk as a four-year-old. It was a physical disability that I had due to a disconnect between my brain and my legs. Um, There was no real explanation for it. And so doctors were just like, hey, let's try something challenging. Um, Four-year-olds can't walk on the ice anyway, so she'll fit right in. Um, And I did. And I just absolutely fell in love with the sport um, and stuck with it all the way through. Actually, now I'm still skating. Really? Uh, I am. I mean, not as frequently, um, but occasionally I'll hit the ice rink uh, here in Oklahoma City and it's just so much fun. But no, I was on the Dutch national team when I was younger. I lived in the Netherlands for a couple years. I did a little bit of Disney on ice in high school, um, competed at nationals a couple times. Um, and I actually would do that before school. So every day before coming to Swickley Academy, I skated for two hours um, and then I'd show up at 8 a.m. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. I, I knew how involved you were, but I didn't realize it was before school. Wow. Yeah, my schedule was kind of crazy. It was figure skating before school. Then I had, you know, regular classes and everything. And then afterwards, I normally had theater. So I was busy until 6 p.m. almost from like 4 a.m. to 6 p.m. just about every day. Um, but, you know, I, I loved that schedule. I was doing everything that I loved, staying busy, um, keeping my mind active. So I was just very engaged and able to live a really fulfilled life in every aspect. Um, but definitely tough. Yeah. (laughs) It was a bit of a rigorous schedule, but I think that's one of the things that helped me prepare for college was just having that intense schedule, knowing that I have a workload and I need to get things done. And I only have, you know, two hours to get something done. I got to knock it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Academy really prepared me for the workload <laughs> for sure. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you had such a positive experience here, but all, you were always looking for ways to grow and develop and, you know, just curious to know what, you know, what ways would you like to see our school continue to grow? What areas would you like to see us focusing on in the future? Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I would have loved to see is more female representation in STEM. And that's just coming from my background and everything. I felt um, that it was very male dominated and not just females, more of a just bringing in diverse faces and showing that, you know, anyone can be a scientist. Anyone can go into these really cool industries and make a difference. Um, and kind of going off of that, I want to see Swickley Academy really embrace individual student individuality and, um, you know, allow people to explore who they want to be in the future in a controlled setting. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that I think in my time at Swickley Academy was developing. Um, and just, it was interesting to be able to see different levels of ex- student expression throughout the years. Um, and it was so formative for me because, you know, Swickley Academy is filled with such highly intelligent leaders for the next generation. And they need to be able to know who they are and what they want to do and confidently say, this is who I am. Um, so just fostering an environment where they feel comfortable expressing that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, that's great feedback. I know that's something we're striving to do and always can do better, but absolutely. Mm-hmm. I know that's a, a really important thing to all of us here is to let every child student be who they are and explore. So I, yeah, yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah of course. 
Well, Emmy, um, it, you know, it, I don't know if there's anything else that you'd like to share today. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, nothing that I can really think about. Um, I mean, there were so many just fantastically influential people in my time at Swickley Academy, especially teachers. So, you know, um, Mr. Gillespie was a huge influence on me. Um, Mr. Griffin, who was the theater director at the time, Mr. Bell, Miss Waz, and you're a kidway. So just people who really encouraged me to grow and learn. Um, and they're still having an effect on my life today. So I'm just incredibly grateful for everyone who has allowed me and supported me on this journey. Um, so yeah, I just want to well, express gratitude. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> and, I, and we will make sure that they hear this and know that, but um, yeah, and I really appreciate you giving time out of your incredibly busy schedule uh, <laughs> to talk with us today. I know that, you know, our alumni community loves to hear about what people are doing, um, especially, you know, as a younger alum, I think some people just aren't aware of how incredibly talented and, and just active, um, our young alums are. So that's why, um, you know, I invited you. I wanted people to hear your story and all of the, the wonderful things you're doing. And we hope you will keep us, um, informed of your, your journey here and good luck to you. Of course. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you so much, Emmy. We hope you enjoyed that episode. Please navigate to sewickley.org slash alumni to hear more alumni conversations as they are released.